You're listening to The Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, and thanks for joining me. You're listening to episode 99 of the Blended Family Podcast. Today's topic is you can't please everyone. So if you're a people pleaser, this show today is for you. Before we get started, just a few quick announcements. Family interviews, I'm still doing them. Please contact me if you're interested. If you're new to the show and you don't know what I'm talking about, I am interviewing you, my listeners, to talk about your own blended families. This is a short conversation, nothing to stress about. I ask the same general questions every time, which I will provide in advance, and we will talk over Skype, and you only reveal what you're comfortable with. And the reason I started doing this is so that you all can learn more about one another so that you can see how other blended families live and you can even connect with other families, especially if you're in the same area. And if you want to do this for me, it would be greatly appreciated. And all you need to do is email me, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com and just write interview in the subject line. I'll send you all of the information you need. Oh, and if you want to hear what one sounds like, you can check out episodes 90, 92, and 94. Hope to hear from some of you soon. And the other thing I would ask, if you can find the time, I'd love some iTunes ratings and reviews. I don't ask you all the time, but it really does help me out. The more reviews I have, the more noticeable I am in iTunes. Therefore, more people can find the show. I have lots of listeners, but few reviews. So if you can do that for me, I'd love it. And for that, just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash iTunes and click write a review. All right, so let's get into today's topic. You can't please everyone. I'm sure you've all heard that before. And today's show can apply to everyone, whether you're dealing with a friend, a coworker, a boss, or a family member. And many of us struggle in this area. Of course, for the sake of the show, I will be bringing up examples that relate to your blended family. Many of my topic ideas come from personal experience, most of them actually, and today is no different. I've told you in the past that I am a people pleaser, that I'm always trying to keep the peace and to make everyone happy, so I know all too well the frustration that comes with that. And sometimes no matter how hard we try, we just can't make everyone happy And that can be hard to live with for some of you. There are many people who don't care. I'm married to one of them. Sean is never concerned what others think of him or how they feel. Don't get me wrong. He always tries to do the right thing, but he doesn't get caught up in feeling bad when someone's upset with him or if they don't like what he does. He's able to just let it roll off his back. Me, on the other hand, I have a hard time with that, but I'm working on it. So if you're like me, then hopefully today's show will help you. What is a people pleaser? Well, according to Psychology Today, a people pleaser is one of the nicest and most helpful people you know. They never say no. You can always count on them for a favor. In fact, they spend a great deal of time doing things for other people. They get their work done, help others with their work, make all the plans, and are always there for family members and friends. That sounds really nice, doesn't it? 
Not really. And I'll tell you why in a minute. And first, I want to share with you some signs of a people pleaser so you can know if you are or someone close to you is. I'm sure if you are, you already know. But let's see if you recognize these signs, which I found on labyrinthhealing.com. And they say, typically, people pleasers are afraid of being rejected or abandoned. They are preoccupied about what others think and feel. They're fearful of saying no, setting limits, or seeming mean. They're hungry for the approval of others. They're stuck in relationships where they give more than they get. They're overworked because of an overdeveloped sense of personal responsibility. They're neglectful of their own needs, and they can be exhausted, overbooked, and burned out trying to take care of others. But they also say some really cool things, too, about skills of a people pleaser, which I liked. And this is pretty cool. They say people pleasers are skilled at taking the temperature of a room. For example, tuning into how a situation feels. They are good at blending or editing themselves to fit in with the group. Good at intuiting what other people think, feel, and need in a situation. They're good at caring for others, anticipating needs, and generally being indispensable. And they have a strong work ethic. So what is the problem with it? Well, oftentimes, people pleasers push aside their own wants and needs for the sake of others. And as admirable that may sound, the people pleaser will suffer in many ways. Lots of times, people pleasers completely neglect themselves. And lots of times it's with their own self-care. They're so busy helping everyone else that they don't spend time taking care of their own needs, like keeping a healthy diet, getting proper sleep, relaxation time, and exercise. And besides all that, lots of times they won't get their own work done or tend to their own responsibilities because they're busy helping others. So then they get behind, which leads to more stress. Every time you get on a plane, you're told to put on your own mask first. And this is the same. Take care of you so that you can take better care of others. Learn that it's okay to say no sometimes. That it's okay to do something for yourself. And I know what you're thinking. Well, what if they get mad at me? What if they don't understand? You know what? Most of the time, that's all in your mind. Most of the time, people do understand. And in the cases they don't, well, that's kind of their problem. Life should be give and take. And people, especially family, as we'll talk about, they should want the best for you. Another way that people pleasers suffer is that they get taken advantage of. Kind of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with the takers in your life. Do you remember that show? People know when you want to please, and they unfortunately take advantage of that. They use your kindness against you. And then what happens is that eventually, not right away, but eventually you will build resentment against those people. Depending on how much of a pleaser you are, it could take months or years, but people can only take so much. And we have to teach people how to treat us before those patterns develop. Because once they do, then it's much harder to handle. Also, people pleasers get really stressed out. This is because we are neglecting our own needs. And when we don't do for ourselves, it can cause stress. Especially when we realize we haven't done the things we need to do for ourselves since we were too busy helping others. So, 
Now you see why being a people pleaser is unhealthy for you. And let me point out, there is nothing wrong with being a giving, caring person who does for others, but when it interferes with your own happiness, it becomes a problem. So look at yourself. Are you doing too much for others? Is it affecting your happiness? If so, we need to do something about that. Now, why are some people built this way? You know, I'm not entirely sure, and I'm one of them. I wish I knew the answer to that, but I've been this way my whole life, and in many cases, it's just a personality type, I think. But according to labyrinthhealing.com, where I got that other list from, they say that it comes from childhood, that it comes from parents in a sense. In reading that article, I do understand what they're saying, but I don't necessarily agree. I mean, I know that I was always trying to please my parents, but the article made it sound like it was more the problem of the parents, of something the parents are doing wrong. And in my case, that just wasn't really true. And other theories will say it's from having a low self-esteem or a fear of rejection. Others say it could be a fear of failure. And also people struggling with perfectionism can cause them to be people pleasers. And I'm sure it's different for everyone, but if you really think about it, you might be able to determine where it came from for you. And that bit of information can actually be very valuable in helping you to break that. If we can learn why we are the way we are, we can understand ourselves better. Therefore, we can initiate some change. And what I'm really here to tell you today is that you just can't please everyone. And that is totally fine. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone is going to appreciate you. Not everyone is going to have your best interests in mind. And you can't do anything about that. So why stress over it? Instead, surround yourself with those who not only appreciate your efforts, but also give back. Now, I want to get into some dynamics here. Everything I said so far could be applied to anyone and everyone, but I want to talk about your blended family, right? Because that's what this show is about. Let's start with the spouse. I feel like this one might be less common, maybe. Hopefully, you have a marriage that's equally balanced, though in many cases, it's not. The problem with a marriage or relationship where one person is a pleaser is that the pleaser is usually not being honest. If someone only wants to make their partner happy, they might go along with things they don't want to do. It's not that they have an intention of lying. It's just that they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want conflict. They don't want to disappoint their partner. So the partner may not be taking advantage at all, they just have no idea because the other isn't expressing what they need and want. Over time in a relationship, resentment will build and problems will appear. So this actually hurts both people in the relationship. You have to let your partner know what you want, what you need, what you like, and what you don't like. And if you can't do that, then you're either with the wrong person or you need to work on yourself a little bit. And if you're married to a people pleaser, maybe today's show will help you recognize the signs so you can be more aware. And then you can try to tune into them to pay attention a little better to see if they're happy. And you can check in with them too. Ask them questions. Ask them if they need anything. Because a people pleaser is not, they're going to have a hard time coming out saying it. So maybe if you know that that's who they are, you can kind of try to get it out of them. 
and don't take advantage of your partner. You're supposed to be the one who never does that. Okay. What about the children? Well, let's be honest. Kids, they're never happy with what their parents do. And that sounds kind of terrible to say, but I think you'd all agree. We're not here to please our children. We're here to love them, provide for them, enforce boundaries and discipline, and allow them some free will. And most of the time, they won't like what we say or do, especially surrounding rules and discipline. And that's part of parenting, and we know that. But when it comes to stepchildren, this gets more complex. And we struggle with this because we really want our stepchildren to like us. And we feel like if they don't, then we'll have issues in our relationship, which can be true. So many step parents try to go out of their way to make the child happy, to give them what they want. And that child or children will pick up on this right away and they might take advantage. It's a skill set that kids have. Honestly, they do. And you cannot give in to your stepchildren because you want them to like you. It may work right now for the time being, but it will cause huge problems for you in the future. And if they aren't happy with you, they'll get over it. Don't take it personal. Like I said, they're kids. They, they're hardly ever happy with parents. And they know if they can use the situation to their advantage, they will. And the most important piece of advice here is that you and your partner need to be on the same page when it comes to the kids. And the kids need to know that you're a team. On the other hand, if you notice that you're raising a little people pleaser, you want to help them now so they don't grow up with all of the issues that adult people pleasers face. So if you see your child not speaking up for what they want or just going along with things just to make others happy, you want to work with them now before it gets too late. And the last example here, let's talk about ex-partners I'm sure you've been waiting for this one. You will never be able to please an ex-partner. Well, hold on, let me take that back. Some of you do get along with your exes. And for those of you who do not get along, understand that you will not be able to make them happy. Now, don't get me wrong. It's okay to try to please an ex so that you don't rock the boat. But you can't go out of your way for an ex all the time to keep the peace when that ex knows it and they take advantage. Same like with stepkids. We also want our partner's ex to like us. It makes things easier if they do. And in this case, bio parent kind of has the upper hand. They know that they have some more control here and that they can use the kids to get what they want. And they can also use your partner to get what they want. Otherwise, they'll make things miserable. And they know that they have that control, so they will use it to their advantage. Not everyone, but you know who I'm talking about. There are some exes that do that. And if, of course, they're that type of person, you're, you know, it's what you're going to be dealing with. And it can be so frustrating. You don't have to bow down to them, though. You can be nice, even accommodating, and do all of the right things. But that's all you're required to do. You don't need to bend over backwards trying to please them. Just be yourself. And if they don't like you, that's okay. As long as you're not doing anything wrong, anything to provoke them, you're fine. It's much more important what your partner thinks of you than what their ex thinks of you. 
And most likely, no matter who you are or what you do, that ex won't like you anyway because they don't want to. And if you keep doing things to keep them happy, they'll pick up on it and they'll know that they have that power over you. And that will set you on a long path of misery. If it's your own ex who you're trying to please all the time, it's a little easier to control since you have a history with that person. Though that can work against you too sometimes if you were also a pleaser in the marriage. If so, they already know you are, so they already know how to work you over. Now, I want to wrap up here by giving you some tips. If you are a people pleaser, I'm going to give you 10 tips to help you overcome it. Okay? Number one, set your boundaries. If you're going to help someone, let them know exactly the time you're available and stick to it. If you're stuck on the phone helping a friend, let them know how long you can stay on. Whatever you're dealing with, you have to set clear boundaries with people so they know what they can expect from you. And the key here is to stick with what you say and follow through. If you don't, then there's no use of setting the boundary. Take some time alone and decide what boundaries you need to set and with whom, and let them know so it doesn't come as a surprise. And understand that it's going to take some time for people to get used to the change, and that's okay. Number two, learn how to say no. This takes practice, and you start by taking baby steps. You will soon realize that saying no isn't going to kill you, and it's not going to kill the other person either. Everyone needs to learn to say no sometimes. It doesn't make you a bad person. People say no to others all the time. Number three, don't apologize. People pleasers will always want to say sorry when they can't do something for someone. But if it's not your fault, why apologize? Saying no doesn't mean you did anything wrong, so there's no need for sorries. Number four, learn how to place value on yourself. If you don't take care of yourself, no one will. Figure out the things that make you happy and fulfilled and make time to do those things and spend time with the people who value you and make you feel good. Number five, become peaceful with the idea that not everyone is going to like you. Stop focusing on those who don't like you and focus on the people in your life who do. No matter who you try to be and how good of a person you are, there is always going to be someone who doesn't like you, who wants to bring you down. Work on your self-esteem and start loving yourself because that is what really matters. Number six, guilt. Guilt will come and then let it go. Once you begin saying no and setting boundaries, you're definitely going to feel guilty about it. When that happens, evaluate the situation. Do you really think you did anything to feel guilty about? Pretend it's someone else. If a friend came to you feeling guilty about the same situation, what would you say to them? You'd probably be a lot easier on a friend than you are to yourself. So stop feeling guilty. Number seven, pull back from those that you know are taking advantage of you. I know that can be hard with family, but you have to create some distance. Number eight, ask for what you want. Without healthy communication, no one knows what you want. You can't expect people to read your mind. You can't hint around hoping they'll get it. You have to be clear and let people know. 
Number nine, do something for yourself. You're so busy doing for others that you let yourself take a back seat. At least once a week, do something that you want to do, whether it's a hobby, shopping, seeing a friend, whatever. It'll get you into the habit of placing value on yourself. Do something that makes you happy. And number 10, figure out what is the source of your people-pleasing. Are you afraid others won't like you? What will happen to you if you say no? Look back to your history, your relationships with your parents and others in your life. Do you have low self-esteem? Are you afraid of rejection? Self-reflection might lead you to your answer, which will help you put an end to your people-pleasing dilemma. So I will put all of those 10 tips in the show notes for you as well. And if you're a people pleaser, I hope today's show helped you a little bit. I do understand what a struggle it is. And that's why this episode is just as much for me as it is for you. It's something I'm trying to work on now, but it's hard to break a lifetime of habits. We've got to understand that we weren't put in this world to live for everyone else. We deserve to live for ourselves too. And if you know someone who is a people pleaser, please share this show with them and support them in trying to turn that around. Any feedback can be sent to me. Again, my email is melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Next week, my 100th episode, which is really exciting for me. Join me then, and I will have a special announcement on that show. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.